Welcome into another episode of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. I'm Danny Jones. And I am Samantha Jones. And here we are, episode 89. 89. The big 8-9-er. Eight, 8-9. Nine. Eight, nine. What is the topic? This is why not to fear death. Wonderful question. Cool. Well, before we jump into it, anything from last week? Well, last week we did 2020, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, and, it was good. Yeah, and people thought that that was a really funny episode. They enjoyed it. and But um, I wanted to wish our listeners a very happy new year. Happy new year. It is now 2021. Yes, it is. Yeah. And so when you brought up that episode last week, I was thinking in my mind, you, goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. exactly. <laughs> right? I'm so glad that it's gone. It was an interesting night. You know, when... Looking on the TV at the difference of town square, Times Square, mm-hmm. you know, from normal, there yeah. was like nobody there. It was weird. And those, I don't know what those things are called, those big blow up things that, that they, they have, have like in front of the car dealerships. Yeah, exactly. They had just tons of those. Like, look, <laughs> here's here's something moving. Well, at at least, least they're having a good time. Yeah. I mean, they had live performers and stuff, but <clears throat> it, actually the most interesting thing that I saw was the Anderson Cooper and and how funny he is. We should have just stayed on that all night. Loved it. Yeah. If, if you haven't seen this, the, the CNN does uh, New Year's Eve, look it up for some YouTube videos because next year, I swear, that's what we're going to be watching yeah. because they get drunk on TV, Anderson Cooper, and I can't remember the other guy's name. I think name. it's Andy Cohen. Yeah, you're right, Andy Cohen. Yeah. And it's just hysterical. It's very funny. Yeah. yeah. Anderson Cooper has the funniest laugh. <laughs> so, so that's all that I wanted to say. It was just Happy New Year, and you know, cool. Here we are, twenty twenty one. But let it be a good one, yep, please. Exactly, exactly. Nice. So, all right. So we're gonna hop into episode eighty nine, and why not to fear death? Yes, I wanted to make sure to leave a lot of time for this episode and not fill it with stuff in the beginning because there's a lot. I think, to talk about on this. Yeah. I think that that this is probably one of the things that people fear the most. Not necessarily the part where you're dying, but what actually happens. And and most people, I think, are afraid of, you know, what are they going to go through before? How much pain are they going to be in? Right. But a lot of people do believe, too, that it's lights out. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to do this episode to kind of explain what actually happens, what I feel happens from what I've been told by the other side or, mm-hmm. you know, what I've read, those types of things, <clears throat> Dolores Cannon books, um, and maybe try and bring some peace to the minds of some people that are concerned about this, that right. put so much focus on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be one of them. I was so right. scared of death for myself. Well, that's what was kind of a, a nice, well, the whole thing's been a fresh breath of air, but <clears throat> about stumbling on to... Dolores after the fact. Right. Because we had already, or you had already learned about this in your life, you know, the gift, and we're kind of um, working at it. And so we then, I was already asking questions that are addressed in 
Dolores Cannon's yeah, books. I was were. asking your mom like during channeling and stuff like that. So coming back to her later and, you know, saying, look, she's saying that a lot of what you've already shared with me is correct. But she's saying some other stuff, too, that yeah. I'm interested in. And is this true? And she's able to basically... At first, she wouldn't. She's like, you need to go search and figure this stuff out yourself. Yeah. And then when I came upon it and realized they're saying the same thing as Linda's saying, yeah, there's a connection. There's a truth. I never really thought much about it until my mom died. And then it wasn't like I had a choice to think about it or not. I started having the weirdest experiences that I just couldn't explain. Mm-hmm. Like from the day that she died, I just instantly knew I was that she was with me. I wasn't alone. It was so strange. Right. Where I had never even thought of that before, you know, of a spirit being with me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So th- that for me was like the eye opener of like, okay, there is definitely something more. And that took a lot of my fear of death away for a while because I figured, well, if my mom can go through it, then it's probably not that scary. Sure. You know, it kind of changed my outlook a little bit. Now this becoming a medium has completely changed my outlook. I I do for myself. I fear other, the death of others, um, sudden death, but that's trauma that I've experienced. Um, not because of what I know as a medium, because what I know as a medium should just get me to calm down. Mm. But you know, sometimes you can't do, but there's people that fear sudden death for themselves too not oh yeah so, yeah yeah you know what i mean when some people are concerned about death and how will i die and what will yes. the pain be like or some people fear that sudden element mm-hmm. too yeah i actually asked our listeners these questions this week um one of them was just do you fear death and most of them said yes but they worry about others passing not about themselves and then the second most was know that they've accepted it. And then a few said that they're afraid because of lights out. Yeah. So they're afraid for themselves really today. Right. Um, this is a hard topic. Be- people don't want to talk about it because it mm. is so real. It is a big elephant in a room. Yes. Often. But it's important for us to talk about it because the sure. more that we talk about it, the better prepared we can be. Mm-hmm. And the more that we can understand it if we just kind of shove it under a rug and pretend it's not there. Because we have to understand that there are only two things that all humans, that's going to happen to all humans, and that's birth and death. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two things. Yep. It's inevitable. You cannot get away from it. Mm-hmm. So we have to deal with it. We have to talk right. about it. We have to make it less frightening so that you know, help people understand Mm -hmm. so that it's not so frightening. And quite honestly, for me personally, coming to, you know, the belief of that we do this more than once. Right. If not many, many times. So if it was that bad and traumatic, why would we be doing this over and over again? Right. I I think we don't remember all of that for a reason, but it's not nearly as bad as we play it up in our head. Otherwise, we wouldn't come back and do it again. No. And it's a good point is that, you know, death, God, that word just sounds bad, doesn't it? It mm-hmm. just sounds bad. It's a word we made up. Exactly. We look at it as bad. The word itself yeah. isn't. 
But that's because we look at it as the end. Mm -hmm. And it's not the end. Mm -mm. What we call death is just the end of this life. And then we go back. It's a cycle. It's one big cycle of... But you truly don't ever die. You never die. Your Your conscious, your soul, your mind goes with you. Yeah. And you're very aware of where you're at and who you're with. And when you come back, you're aware of other things. Mm you know, of your physicality and your mortality again. You don't remember all the things from the other side, but you'll go back and you'll remember it again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had written a couple of things down <clears throat> that stuck out to me. Um, one of them was that death is beautiful and in a perfect world, the in the perfect universe, actually, our loved ones would want us to celebrate a death similar to a birth. Mm-hmm. That's really hard to do because... Most of the time, we look at it as, you know, the person is gone and it's it's sorry for them. But I'll, most of the time, really, it's us. Mm-hmm. It's the people that are left behind that we're sorry for. It's it's mm-hmm. us that's hurting because they have moved on. Yeah. Um, they don't want to see their loved ones cry like this, you know. No. But how can you not? It's, it's the parting of something. It's, you know, it's just like a breakup, except you know that you're never going to see this person again. Mm-hmm. It's so there's going to be tears. There's going yeah. to be grief. That's all natural. And I think they understand that. I'm not <clears throat> saying on the other side they don't understand it. I think they they start to not understand it when we sit in it for too long, you know, when we stagnate in that, because it's like, like well, why? Right. <laughs> you know, we're happy. Yeah. You know, it, I remember your mom sharing one time with us that that death day on the other side is celebrated much more than even birthdays yeah. are on this side. Yeah. It's it's much highly, more highly regarded. Right. Here's something else I read, and, and it really got me thinking, is that <clears throat> we really are all just waiting to die. We're all in this imaginary line to, to die, to go to the other side. Mm-hmm. But then the same thing happens over there, mm-hmm. where you get in line to be reborn. Mm-hmm. So it's like a cycle. And when you're reborn, they're not sad there for you, but they still, it's like, it is a part of them is missing. Whoever Mm -hmm. leaves, you know, there is, there's emotion that come with it. I believe that not like what we had, the grief we have here, but they're still like, oh, you know, but they know we'll be back is what we're facing here. And this question today is, you know, people's uncertainty of, will I see them again? Kind of thing. One of the ways that has helped me really accept this and and understand it is to separate the soul from the body. They are two completely different things. You have your soul, you have your body. When you can learn that, that one thing stays here and the other one doesn't, that really helps you. Because then you can kind of look at all of these physical things, Mm -hmm. all of the human things that I've accumulated here, they stay here. Mm-hmm. Only what I came in here with and the memories and, and those things, the lessons right. learned, that's what goes with you. But right. everything else stays here. This meat suit, it stays here. Thank you. Yeah, if it, was that Im- <laughs> if it was that important as a part of your existence, it would go with you. Exactly. It's, it's our need to want to identify individually mm-hmm. with this body. Yep. And... Like you said, the body stays here. It doesn't go with you. So it must not be important. But the funny part is, is the body dissolves, disintegrates, or whatever, dies. Right. But you, in actuality, you don't. Right. So 
it's 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 importance isn't what we put on it. It's important to take care of it while yes. you have it, but <clears throat> it's just a travel suit. Exactly, it's how your soul can travel in this plane, mm-hmm. this dimension, without others looking at you and freaking out. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, you think, "Hmm." but that's why like aliens and stuff, different planets, it's the same thing that carries their soul, whatever they look like. That's just what they look like on their planet. It doesn't matter. They're exactly the same thing inside. Yeah, exactly. It's the same kind of soul. And I guarantee you, many of us have had those experiences on other worlds. Yeah. In other lives and other bodies that didn't look like these. Absolutely. You don't remember it. No. Thankfully, yeah. Can you can you believe if you could remember all of your past lives? Be like, damn, carrying right. on a lot here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the other questions that I asked our listeners was, "What scares you the most about death?" And they said, um, "How it will happen, and what will happen to their loved ones and their pets when they go." But a lot of people get fixated on the what will happen to me when I go? What will this process be like? And so I felt like for for these people that that is a concern. How will it happen? What will it be like? I wanted to talk about that. I want to talk about what the spirits have told me, mm-hmm. what I see when, when I go in. Because I see a lot of, of the way that it works. Um, and again, Dolores Cannon has helped us to really yeah. open our eyes I've, as well. And I've sat next to people while they've taken their last breath right and witnessed it sudden death and and unexpected unexpected death and expected death are two very 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 different things Mm -hmm. um i've experienced both my mom died very suddenly and my grandmother i took care of her for seven years before she died so i watched her go through the dying process when my mom died i was a mess for three years, when my grandma died, I was relieved. I cried and I miss her, but I was relieved. Yeah, that's the difference. It it, it doesn't happen all the time like that. There's mm. still people that when it's expected, you still you don't have that relief that you know because they're they may be younger or whatever, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. But it's still different. You're you've had a chance to kind of understand that this is going to happen and accept it as much as you can. Sure. Where with sudden death, it's completely different yeah but what is the same is what happens when you go when you leave your body we Mm -hmm. all experience pretty much the same kind of experience sure just like we all pretty much same experience the same thing coming in yeah yeah exactly when we start to like with the expect um you know the expected death like you know old age or disease or whatever it may be you start to see the changes that people that they go through you know i i knew when my grandma was closer to passing and i wish that i would have known that years before because i was always so worried about her dying right and the process really did take a while um but once it got closer to the end it it happened pretty quickly mm-hmm. you know they start they don't want to eat anymore they don't want to drink because they know we know this happens to all of us that it's okay that mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen right. and during that time like my grandma had dementia that so they say i really don't believe that i think she was just hard to deal with right 
but towards the end of her life, she started calling for my mom. Mm-hmm. And then she started calling for her mom. Right. And she was asking to go home more and more. And I realized that what she was talking about wasn't home in right. Westlake where she lived all those years. Yeah. It was home to heaven is where she wanted to go. Yeah. And all this time I kept telling her, you can't. Your, your house isn't there. That wouldn't right. work. And I should have been telling her, you're going to. You know? Right. So we start to see those things in them. And so those aren't like weird brain changes. That's right. our soul actually preparing to leave. Yeah. So when you see those things, it's encourage. You know, it's okay to encourage right. that if you're, you know, yeah, helping I think there's almost like a, like like a lucid state that they there can be in at times, mm-hmm. um, where at their age and what they're going through, that process that they can start to see them, yes, in front of them, yes, uh, or the medication that they may be on that kind of keeps them basically subdued you know and in that point they're kind of in a dream state also so they're kind of already being shown like don't don't worry don't worry and the amount of beauty that you can see is just so captivating um i can't really say what it looks like i just know that it's beautiful yeah and you're drawn yeah you're you immediately realize i am one of you right i'm the same as you so you're drawn energetically to that. Right. So, and I've seen this in the process of watching people take their last breath or going through the last couple hours of life Mm -hmm. that, um, my ex grandmother-in-law was like sitting in a bed and kind of holding her hands up. Wow. And you know, she's dying and she was literally hours away from, uh, from death. But, like kind of holding her hands up a little bit, not real high, but looking in an upward way or their jaw wide open yeah. in, in complete oh. awe, like, <laughs> and, and trying to say things, but you could just see, like, she was seeing things that we didn't see. Yeah, absolutely. And she was in awe. She didn't look scared. She didn't look in pain. I've seen this a couple times mm-hmm. with somebody taking their last breath, and it was never like that i think we have medications for a reason so if you have an illness there are things to help you fight pain and probably knock you out too a lot of the time yes but that's in a way a good thing it is because now you're preparing you're you're getting connected you're seeing the truth via their help and that's what we mean by like you're never alone Right. Like you're never alone when you're bo- when you come into the world and you're never alone when you exit. Right. One of the questions that we were asked that I'd like to talk about is what happens if somebody's on life support or in a coma? Do they know that the person is there, that people are there, that can they feel them, can they hear them? And here's really what I believe, not oh, yeah. just with with people in that kind of state, but also with like anybody that you see that sleeps a lot, whether mm-hmm. you know they're elderly, they're sick. I believe that when they're asleep, when they're in the coma, that they are on in the spirit world. Yeah. Um, and they're there and they know that you're that you're there with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you absolutely talk to them. Um, they hear you. Right. It would be almost like an out-of-body experience. Where That's they, exactly They could be watching is. from the other side, very aware that you're there speaking yes. to you. That's why you see people, uh, you know, that are hooked up to those kind of, you know, machines that are reading 
pulses and different right. things, and you see reactions sometimes when they are being spoken to. Right. Yeah, it's it's letting you know, you know, I'm aware. I, I just I can't communicate with you right now like I would normally. Absolutely. But I'm communicating with you. My grandmother had a near-death experience. And one of the things about that is that the only thing that makes it a near-death experience and it, as an exception like what we're talking about right now is that you you remember the out-of-body experience mm. where like if you're in a coma, mm. you don't remember that. Right. So my grandmother, she was, I believe it was when she was having her hysterectomy that she started bleeding out. And they, she so she was, you know, flatlining they were going to lose her and she exited her body and she could see from above what was going on and she told the doctors that and they thought she was totally crazy totally crazy but so she told them exactly what they said and exactly what she saw things that there was no way that she could have seen if she wasn't and they were like totally floored by it my grandma was also psychic she never told anybody that but she was so i believe like I wonder if that could happen to me, like if I have to have surgery at some point. I mean, I've had surgery and that's never happened, but that would be kind of cool to be out of your body and be able to see it. I don't want to, you know, flatline or anything, but, you know, to be able to (laughs) have that out of body experience and see all that would be, whoa. And then to remember. So that's really the difference with like people in a coma or, you know, anything like that is that a lot of times they don't remember. Most of the time they don't remember that they're on in the spirit world right. and that they can see what's going on and that they know what's going on and that they can also interact with their loved ones right. at that time. Right. And then when they're here, they, you know, they're mm-hmm. here. But that's why, like my grandma and, you know, what you were saying about um, your grandmother-in-law was that they, they see that, they know that, they mm-hmm. feel that. And when they're here, I almost feel like my grandma was like, oh, I just want to go back to sleep to be where I was before, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it, it it's amazing. It really is when you when you think about how powerful we really are yeah. as souls. In in regards to both expected, you know, natural death and unexpected sudden death. Something to keep in mind with this is that, you know, our belief is that we're all connected to the source, to God, whatever. And we like to believe that there's this, um, what we can't see, but this cord, silver cable that connects us all to mm-hmm. that to that energy and gives us our life and our energy. Right. <clears throat> the minute that cord's severed, you're on the other side. Yep, like your, a door. Your mm-hmm. life is done. Yeah. Okay. You can choose to sever that cord yourself and take your own life. Um, it can be severed suddenly in a, you know, car accident, some other unfortunate accident, and it can be severed by a long-term illness and death by natural cause. Yeah. Any time, um, and suicide isn't a great example of this because I don't condone it yeah. at all. I think you're, you came here for a reason. You chose to come here as a contract mm-hmm. in lo- to experience life as a human, and to learn something, your soul to learn something, because your soul is going to return to the other side. The yeah. body won't, but your mind and your soul will remember and learn. Yeah. That's what's important in the big picture of it all. However, because you have this cable, this energy cable connected to you, you can leave. Yep. Besides suicide, you can leave before yes. 
you actually die. That's you can right. choose if you want to go through the actual pain and suffering and feel it or not. That's your personal choice. Meaning, if you see a car coming on head on and you know instinctively you're going to die, yeah. okay, you can exit. Yeah. And you don't have to feel that. No. Um, some people choose to, some people don't. It's just a thing that, that each one of us feel like maybe we have to learn or we don't. Right. It's just, or we learn it at different times and we don't experience it again. Right. But I believe that that is the case. The same would be for if you were lying in a hospital with an illness and you were dying progressively of this illness, um, you can leave. Yeah. Your your body could still be connected, <clears throat> kind of like in a coma situation or mm -hmm. some other situation that would be very sad. Yeah. Um, you could be hooked up to all these cables and showing signs of, you know, the heart's beating and we're, we're keeping it alive, but you've left. Right. Right. So it, you don't have to be in fear. And this is something that I personally, death used to cripple me. Yeah. Would ruin my day. Yeah. Or my week or month. I would let it really get to me. Yeah. And then I realized it's something I have to accept. Yeah. In order to get feeling any better about it. Right. However, these learning these things about what I believe has really helped because I don't want to personalize this so much anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> I realized that I'm a soul and I live forever. And on the other side, I don't have a name. Right. It's not Danny. It's not whatever hundred other yeah. lives I've lived. There's no words to describe. You're just recognized for what you are. Right. And that is your individual soul. You know, yep. you are in essence kind of like an ant farm. Yeah. You work for the greater of good. And that means working from the other side to help, working from this side to help. Right. And if, and learning the lessons in this life that go along with all that. But so that really eased me a yeah. lot in feeling like, wow, death isn't. And then I got into Dolores books and, yeah. and they talk, they talk to spirits about it. And they're like, you guys, it's as easy as breathing. That's exactly right. It's like the one, like the door opening. Mm -hmm. it, it's that easy. What, when you were talking, what I saw like how to describe an accident, like a car accident, is let's say that you see the car coming at you, coming at you, and then all of a sudden it's just, you're there. There's nothing, you don't feel the impact, you don't, right. you're just gone. You're there, you're on the other side. Yep. It's that easy. It's not, even <clears throat> when like there's suffering, there seems to be suffering, I really feel this is the case. I really feel like you're already gone, you're already on the other side, like, even with animals, dogs that have been hit by a car that, that right. don't make it, they don't, they, they're gone. Right. They, their body is reacting. Yes. Yeah. But their soul is gone. It's gone. And that's, for me, that's very comforting. And I think as, as a soul and the, being the kind of power that we have, you can make that split m minute millisecond decision. Yes. Right before, if it was a, some type of impact or knowing, you know, or right. I, I'm, I fell off a cliff on accident. Right. And I'm watching the ground come faster and faster at me. Right. You can exit. You can exit. You can exit. You yep. can just simply ask. 
mm-hmm. and it will be done. Absolutely. So, um, you know, it might sound crazy to so a lot of people, but I, I totally believe it. I think the, the reason why suicide's different in the sense is you're still severing the same cord, but you're opting out of the contract that you yeah. came into this world to do. Yeah, free will. And that's free will. You yeah. chose your free will, and therefore you can choose as we go to the other side, all of us, we could choose to to go to our own witness our own funeral and hang around the people that we love that yeah. are sad. That we do do that. Yeah. However, if you commit suicide, it's different. You have to go and witness this funeral and you have to see in particular how what your choice did to affect everybody else. Part of your lesson. It's part of your lesson. Yeah. So I don't suggest it. No, 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 no. It's not like you go to hell. You don't go to hell. There's no hell. There is no hell. You go to the same place everybody else does, except you have to take a little time out to review this part of it. Yeah. And it's not necessarily easy. Right. Okay? Because you still have emotion there. Right. Whether you can shed tears, it's different, and we process it there different. Right. Because we have a greater understanding. Right. But that's why we don't condone that. No matter how bad things get, right. you, you you know, don't make that choice. Yeah. yeah. Life can change from one second to the next. You just never know what could come your way. So, yeah. Um, but let's talk about what happens when your heart stops and that, that portal opens and mm-hmm. you go through to the other side. All right. The first thing that happens is you see loved ones. I talk to so many people that are afraid that they're going to get there and there's not going to be anybody there. Um, your pets will be there and vice versa for your pets. When they get there, they're never alone. There's always somebody there. You may not realize that you have friends and loved ones on the other side because you're thinking so right now and close to you. Right. I did a reading for a lady the other day that, that was like that, that did this, that couldn't imagine her grandmother that died 30 years ago would want to talk to her now. So she totally forgot. Yes, I have loved ones on the other side. No matter how long they've been passed, no matter what generation they are, they're still there and they're still there to greet you mm-hmm. and they're still there to help you, too. So you never, ever, right. ever are alone. And that's that's not even including your soulmate who's assigned to you the right. day you're born yeah. to guide you. You'll always have your other you mean spirit fam- guides. Yeah, not yeah. soulmate. Yeah, sorry. Spirit, spirit guides. guide. Mm-hmm. Um they're always there helping you too. Right. Family will always be there. Yes. But there is someone that's particularly assigned you for a reason. Right. That was their job, something they had to learn and mentor and do something. Mm. So it's it's not in vain. Right. And so even if you, because we kind of talked about a little bit in perception, let's say for someone that believes it's lights out, mm-hmm. okay? And you die and you're holding, you know, tightly to that concept that it's lights out right well you might die and be in a room that's black right you could perceive this if you want it's not going to go on for very long and my point is because your spirit guide's right there telling you can we go right can we go now because i'd like to show you where we're really supposed to go right so that's what we're trying to let you know is that don't fear it go with it because if you have you know if it's Christ that you want to see when you die, you'll see Christ. Right. If it's Buddha you want to see, you'll see Buddha. If you want to see um, Mary Tyler Moore, then that's that's who you'll see. Right. There is 
um, what's called the astral plane. Mm -hmm. And the astral plane is between basically the, I would call it the first level of heaven or the second, if you want to call the astral plane the first, and, and here. Okay. So sometimes if somebody dies suddenly or they're just not willing to accept their death, they can stay there in that astral plane for a while. Mm -hmm. One of the questions that we were asked is, how is that possible if you always have somebody with you? That's Those people, those spirits, they're not going to leave you. They'll try and convince you to go, and they will not leave your side nope. until you're ready to go. Yep. So they will still be there with you, but you're still stuck in this mm -hmm. earthly thing. So the best thing that you can do is just accept it. But exactly. some people just can't. They just yes. can't accept it. And that's what you're talking about when you. Mm -hmm. it's possible to see a black room, is that that's, that's the astral plane. That's your own perception mm -hmm. that you're trapped in because you can't let go of this right. physical world. Right. That does not happen to a lot of people. Right. That is really tragic, sudden death, mm -hmm. you know, that, that you're right. just like one second like, whoa. Your the conscience goes with you. Yeah. Not your brain. <clears throat> not the the physical thing that makes up the brain. That right. doesn't. But your awareness and your ideas and conscious goes with you. Right. And so before you can completely, like you're saying, transition to that side, right. you have to accept. And so you might get yourself stuck in a position by perception yes. of what you were told or fed maybe your whole life or what this is or what you thought of that. And just like us, where we're sort of like opening our minds to this, you realize there's there's so much more. Mm -hmm. There's so much more yeah. than you can even imagine or see. Oh, yeah. And then once you get to the other side, mm -hmm. it's so much more than what you really think it is. Absolutely. So it you have to get to a point where you accept. But like you said, you're never alone. Yeah. So your spirit guide... It's going to stand there with you for as long as you want to stand there. Yeah. You can't, you know, you could imagine yourself in a fiery lake, a place like, like hell yeah. too. But the problem is you don't have a body. Yeah. So you can't feel any fire yeah. or hot. It's silly. It would yeah. be just a stupid perception to put yourself in and be like, yeah. oh my God, this is hell. Yeah. You know, but the truth is, is that's what you make up. Right. And you're still have your spirit guide standing there going, God, this place is a real downer. Can we go? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what does heaven look like? That's something that, you know, great question. Yes. Get asked a lot. Um, you know, it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. So when you get there and you are reunited, you know, with your loved ones and everything, um, what will that well, what will that look like? Right. Um, to me, when I see this, I don't see much. I see you and your loved ones with, I mean, I'll be honest, white. But what's interesting is that a lot of times when I connect to a spirit, I do see it with just the spirit, like what they look like, and then a black background, kind of like how Elle sees things on Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. But it's not eerie dark. It's just dark for me to pay my attention to that spirit. But I see the complete opposite when I see everybody together after they pass, and it just, to me, looks white. But that changes, right. you know, because then you can see whatever you want. It becomes right. your perception, your reality, once mm -hmm. you've accepted that you have gone and that you have, you know, right. you are there now. And some of the stuff that I've read in Dolores' book and her past life uh, regression sessions, that they talk about 
um, there are different levels. Mm. So obviously, the higher up you get, the closer you are to the source itself. And yeah. I think that's probably where souls like Christ and Buddha and, and archangels yeah. are, like mm-hmm. Michael and uh, what's the other one? Help me here. Gabriel, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, they Some can choose to come to Earth and some have never actually incarnated in a body right they just stay souls right exactly so they're different levels and but they she did talk specifically about like when traveling around there mm-hmm. that you're it's all in your mind right. right because that's the only thing there that's with you besides your soul your energy right. is your conscious right it's energy so we can present ourselves to look like a glowing ball we can take form of like a human mm-hmm. or some other life that maybe we lived mm-hmm. There is a place um, that they kind of talk, which is, uh, she talked about in the lower, like, was you first enter, there's sort of a resting, there's a welcoming. Right. And then a resting period. Yes. And then a review of your life period. Yes. And then after that, then you're, you are given some time to, like, I think have fun. Yeah, you can do what you want. The impression I got. Mm -hmm. And so there's a place there where you can manifest anything that you that you had on earth yeah you can manifest a giant house and have all your friends and family that you that are there with you and you can get them all looking like they did yeah it's your perception you can play Mm -hmm. you know so but you also have to go to schooling there right you have to learn uh, so it's not all play right you off there are um temples libraries um uh like healing places, places for knowledge right. that that we go to learn. The reason we come to into a body is because you learn a lot more in a shorter amount of time right. than you do there. This and you have like experience. hands-on experience. Yeah. It's a totally different experience. It's like like reading a book as to, you know, being involved in the story itself. It, it's totally different when you come here, you experience, you know, this. We A lot of people think, you know, why would I want to reincarnate? Why would I want to come back here? Well, let me tell you what, you're going to get bored over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they say there's no such thing as boredom, but it's like after a while, you're just going to be like, I'm ready. Something you know, new. I got to go back. I got to, right. you know, try these things out that I've learned here because you do, you, you learn a lot there. Right. Um, I wanted to... Because I, w- I wanted to talk about the process itself so people know. I want to break these down real quick. So when you rest, what you're talking about. This is a time that is up to the soul itself. And it's basically like going into hibernation. Yeah, It's just slowing down. The I think for me, what I see and what I hear from spirits is that the more like tragic their life or the harder it was, the longer they like to rest. If they were very sick, they want right. to rest longer. Um this is a time where I try not to, if I can, uh, not talk to the spirits. Right. You said they're the ones you have connected before that <clears throat> were passed recently, that they're usually, their energy's low or they're faint. They don't say much. It's different. It's a, Yeah, right. and they come and go. Where the other spirits, they just stay with me, but the ones that are there more <clears throat> recent, they're like like a light fading in and out kind of and that doesn't have anything to do with them it's just because they're resting their right. their soul is just kind of you know it's shut down it's 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 there but it's not so we can communicate with them mm-hmm. it's just maybe not the most ideal time because we may not get like the most detailed information 
Right. So I do tell people it's usually better to wait. Animals, it's completely different. Animals, they you can communicate with them immediately. Right. That's not an issue. Um, but that rest period can go on, like I said, for any amount of time, whatever the spirit itself chooses. Huh. And then after that, you go into that life review. The life review I'm really excited about while I'm scared at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Because what I've come to learn is that these moments that stick out to you, you can experience them again and feel those feelings again. Mm. And that's pretty wild that you can feel the feelings just to see it. Like, you know, right. like like in the movie Scrooge where you're standing on the outside and mm-hmm. you see it as opposed to actually being in the moment is kind of crazy. And the other part, too, I think it will be neat to experience is some of those moments when you review them is that your interpretation of that moment may not have been at all yes what your perception said it was oh that's good one yeah you know you learn a lot from that absolutely so i would like a moment to like maybe feel it and then a moment to step out and look at it objectively right sort of mm-hmm it's how you learn. Yeah. How else are you going to learn? It's like <clears throat> reviewing your mu- your movie. You right. have to watch it, you know. But I believe, too, that you can pick and choose what you want to see. I don't think that you have to see certain things if you don't want to. Um, but I think that you do want to because I think that that's the learning of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Even maybe not when you're right there going through the life review. Because I think you can still do this later on. You know, right. you can still see your life the way right. that it was and like a movie, play it back, mm-hmm. which... You know, it does help you learn, like you said, that those different perceptions that you have here as opposed to what was actually going on. Right. No, I agree with you. You you don't have to, but you don't have to incarnate either. No, you don't. It's a choice you make because like anything, our desire is knowledge. Right. Experience and knowledge. And that continues. Even when the body dies, we're still craving knowledge and and information and growing. Yep. But from there, we realize it's much, it's all positive. It's here that we get trapped in the negative. Right. And get in our own way in our learning process. And when we do that, we create karma that we realize through that life is now going to require coming back. Right. To fix. Right. Or redirect or whatever you want to say. I don't know. Right. Um, I asked our listeners, do they have fears about this process, about the transition process itself? And really their biggest fear is to watch family members be sad. Yeah. And I can't, yeah, I definitely understand that. But I think that I know that we see it very differently when we get there. And I don't think that we want to sit, you know, and just, you know, watch them wallow. That's a process. It's something that they have to go through. We have to go through. Everybody experiences grief at some point in their life. It's a part of this learning process. Right. So you have to go through that. So do they, you know, are they sad looking at you being sad? Right. I don't think so. I think it's looked at very differently than what we what we think, mm-hmm. you know. And it, so it's not as bad as what I, I think others think. Um, but most of them said no fears, that they don't have any fears about the transition process itself. And I thought that was pretty cool. That's most good. More people are just afraid of what's actu- how they're going to die, how that's going to happen. Because we don't know. We You know, right. they don't tell us, you're going to die on this day. No. You're just gone. And that, for a lot of people, is very scary. It is, but you're just gone from this the human place. sight. Yep, exactly. Yep. Your stole is still alive on the other side. Absolutely. Um, 
we got asked a really interesting question. And this question opens up something that I think is really important. And the question was, how many days after passing is it acceptable for the physical body to be cremated? Okay. This is where you have to hmm. separate soul from body, yeah. soul from human feelings. Mm -hmm. When you get to the other side, you have no concerns over what is left here, including that horrible meat suit that was decaying and you left it here. Yeah. It's really when you get there, my feeling is that they don't even understand why we make such a big deal out of the the whole thing, the funeral, the everything, right. you know, and I did that. Like when I, my mom died, right. I wanted the best of everything for her because I felt that that's what she deserved. And right. so much money was spent on funeral and burying her and the location. And I never go to the cemetery because she's not there. You right. know what I mean? It was such a waste of money because she doesn't care. All of those things that she told me that she wanted, a white coffin, to have her hair dyed if it was dark, to wear jewelry, all of those things, she undid them. I could, had no choice but to get her a wood coffin. I couldn't dye her hair even though it was dark, and they refused to put her jewelry on her. <laughs> that showed me right there that those yeah. things didn't matter to her anymore. Nope. My grandma walked into the funeral and saw the dark casket and got mad, and right. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. That was all that was available. They they couldn't get me a white one. She didn't understand. I get it now. Yeah. I understand that it. she wanted to show me those things aren't important. They weren't important. And so they're not. When you get there, those things are instantly not important to you. So how long do you have to wait to cremate a body? You don't. Right. If you want to take it straight from the house and cremate it, you go for it. Right. You do with it as you please yeah. is basically what I'm saying. Don't feel, even with pets... Don't feel like you have to do one thing or another. Right. Do what you want to do. Don't don't spend right. a lot of money on it. Don't do what I did. Yeah, it's not worth oh, it. My you know, God. I used to have this strange um, thought too when I passed. I thought I, I want to be buried with my my first guitar. Yeah. And mm. then my mind started going. Well, first of all, <laughs> I don't want to be buried. Right. Okay. Because that's just that's that just yet. a ridiculous waste of money. Yeah. It, well, and, yeah. and a waste of. Land, land and everything else which is yeah. more important right um and and more so what a waste of guitar you know like that could go on and live in somebody else's hands and and birth other music yep. it, it was my way of not being able to to separate my soul from my body right and not being able to accept that I can't take anything like as if I'm going to take that with me. No, <laughs> right? It's going to sit there and rot yeah. for thousands of years. Why? Yeah. Somebody could get something out of it. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah, my whole mindset on that changed. And, and uh, yeah, I, don't, I look at it totally different. I do not fear it. I fear pain, but everybody fears pain. Yeah, for sure. For but sure. I do not fear it. No. And I'm so glad. That was a big big hurdle for me i think a lot of it had to do with things that i got involved with probably religion in some way mm -hmm. religion's frightening and can really cloud yeah. you know this whole process and really put a lot of fear into us um and that's unnecessary oh yeah absolutely so. absolutely um so let's see We've talked about what we do in heaven. We learn. We work on our souls. We help our loved ones. This is very important. This is what a lot of spirits do. They are around their loved ones. They're helping. 
they the more that you recognize them, the more that they're going to be around you too. Mm-hmm. Because you could do anything when you're in heaven. You know, mm-hmm. you want to learn, but you could go on vacation. You can go do whatever you want. You mm-hmm. can travel anywhere you want in the universe, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But if so, if you're not going to pay attention to them being here, then they're probably not going to be around you as much. But if you're going to make an effort to know that they're around you and to see what they're showing you. My mother is constant. You see it when we go oh, yeah. out. It is nonstop because I see it. Yeah. That's all it really takes is just just to see it, yeah. you know? So you are there helping your loved ones, guiding them, showing them the way that they're supposed to go always. Yeah. Um, you're preparing to reincarnate and do it all over again, really. That's yep. one of the biggest things. Yep. Yep. Uh, and you can really do whatever you want. That's right. the last thing on my little little list. Whatever you want, really. And just back to the religion really fast. I don't want to knock that because I think it's important for people to have something to believe in. What oh, yeah. I meant was is some of the ideals or beliefs for me were hard for me to get past. Yeah. But the benefit of you know having a belief and faith in something, you can hope all day long right. for whatever it is that you want in life or, you know, in your death or right. whatever. You can hope. But faith is where the power is. Yes, believing, absolutely. Believing that, that the signs, like what, Samantha, what you're, you know, what you're saying is like, you got to see those signs and not yeah. just think that, oh, that's so silly. I just happened to see the same name as my mom. Yeah. You know, on some sign. Yeah. That my eyes were just drawn to. Yeah, they were, my eyes you know? were drawn to. Oh, or, look, there's my numbers I'm, on that license plate. Yeah, exactly. Those yeah. kind of things. It's like you can disregard them, mm-hmm. but then it's wasted effort for them. Yes. Because they're, you know, they're drawing your attention to these things for a reason. Yes. So if you want to, in the quiet of your own home and privacy, talk out loud to them, do it. Yeah. It doesn't they mean it. you're crazy. No. Okay. You, it's all obtainable. It's all accessible. And it's all there for us to tap into. Mm-hmm. Um, and your faith is what's going to make that possible. Right. If not, then it just goes by feeling like you live in a 3D world, you know, it's yeah. kind of like a robot. Right. Going with the motions kind of. But yeah, I think religion also complicates death. Yeah. Really, it makes it gives you two things to think of heaven yeah. and hell. Well, not every religion believes in hell, but it this is hell right here. This is the worst it gets. Right. And it it bothers me that some religions teach right. otherwise. Yeah. You know, because you're just frightening people into believing something that they don't need to believe. It's really, really very simple. You know, when you look at it, there doesn't need to be all these rules or, you know. But like you said, whatever, whatever religion, it's just nice to have a faith. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to grab a hold of maybe some of those things that don't make sense in the religion. You can, right. I've, I've always felt like you can pick and choose in your religion. Mm-hmm. You know, that may sound weird, but, you know, well, this doesn't make much sense to me. So I'm not going to follow that. Right. You know, that's making up your own mind, really. Pretty you know? much. But no matter what religion you are, what you believe, what God you worship, we're all going to the same exact place. Yeah. There is no getting around that. It doesn't matter who you are. Right. We're all going back to the spirit world right. where we came from. And that's, to me alone, enough, you know, sort of um, within our world, all these religions and and there is this kind of common thread 
that runs right. through them. We might have different idols and people that we put up on a pedestal to represent that religion, but it all it's all talking about the same thing and that there is this energy, there is this God, there is another place besides this. Right. That's not by accident, you know? Yeah. And it's not by accident that it's been around for so long. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, but can messages and things like that get misconstrued throughout time? Sure, I believe that. Oh, absolutely. But the the message itself, you know, the true essence of it, no, that's all true. Yep. Absolutely. This isn't the end. It's, it's not, not really death. It's just a word we came up with to describe what the end of this yep. experience is. Yeah, it's just the end of this and the beginning of another one. Even in the tarot deck, people get scared when they see the death card come up. But it doesn't mean that. It means the be the end of one cycle, beginning of another, which right. is exactly what death is for us physically. Yeah. It's the end of one cycle, beginning of another. When you get there and you're like, oh, damn, I spent so much of my life worrying about death. Right. That's what I don't want anymore, yeah. you know? And I, I did that for a long time, and it's just yeah. not worth it. It's not, not worth it at all. I admire some of the thrill seekers you see, you yeah. know, nowadays that, you know, I guess to us we would go, oh my God, that guy has no regard for life. He's standing on a, you know, a 12-inch ledge of a cliff on the side of a, you know, a straight-down yeah. granite mountain in Yosemite. Yeah. Um, or skydiving and things like this. and yeah. And I admire those people on several level, on some level, because they're getting the most out of this experience. They yeah. they really are. They I, are. And stuff I wouldn't do. I yeah. mean, the guys that jump across like skyscraper buildings oh, no, and no, no, walk no, no, on no. the edge of that. Mm -mm. But they're getting the most out of this experience. They are. That's very true. I'll just get the most out of this experience in different ways. That's okay. You can keep your heights and me your too. building jumping and whatever else that requires me to be up high. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, in one of Dolores's books, she talks about interesting things that we would want to know from the other side. And one of those things is that we won't miss our old lives. You're no. not going to be like, I want to go back. I want to go back. You're yeah. not. It's it's time to move on. That story has closed. It's done. Yeah, and something I've noticed really, if I can interject yeah. on that point, is that in in readings you've done where pe loved ones here will say, "Oh my God, I miss them so much. Do they know I miss them? Oh yeah, they do, do. they know that? And and their response is usually, "Yes, yes I know," but I know. they don't say, "Yes, I know," and I miss you so much. No. They don't say that. They say, yes, I know, because they're here. Yeah. So they don't miss you in the same way because they can see you. Exactly. And they can feel your emotion and your energy. Yep. We miss them because we can't see them. Right. Exactly. Yep. But you can feel their energy and they can communicate. Yep. And that helps ease that pain once you've come yeah, to this. that realization that this is, again, much more than what you can see. Yes. I've accepted my mother's death in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, does it mean that I don't miss her? No, I miss her every day. But it's a different kind of missing now because she's there in my head all the time. I can ask her anything I want. I can talk to her anytime I want, but I can't reach out and hug her. Mm -hmm. So it's different, you know, where she can she can hug me. I feel it when she does. Really, I do. Right. Um, it's, so it's it's different. It's very different. 
Uh, let's see. You'll have to work. Don't think that you're going to go there and sit on a cloud and do nothing. You're going to work You're because you want to. You'll want to. You're not going to yeah. be scrubbing floors or doing laundry. You're going to be working on your soul, right. on the things that you didn't learn in this life that you need to learn for your next life right. or things about your next life so that you're prepared for that next life. Right. You know, uh, let's see. You won't be bored. So they say, you right. know, I'll believe it when I see it. I think you get to the point where you're just like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I just and I got to go back to the humor world because this is just, yeah. There's no negative connotation no, in joke. any any of it yeah. there. So even when you're working, yeah, you're, it's yeah. like fun. Yeah. you're Because you understand from where you're sitting then, your perspective is much different. Exactly. It's so hard on the human level to be like, right. you're not bored. But no. that's that's a human thing. See, that's where we put our human emotions in the spirit world, and those aren't there. No. So where we maybe don't understand that, that's just the way it works. That, you know? I'm like, yeah, how I are you not bored? No really? matter like how much you practice this and pray and work it, like, you know, trying to be the most spiritual person in the world, you don't actually hit that that level of enlightenment until you have crossed. Right. There is a, there is right. a peak that you can never get here that you will achieve. We all achieve right. once we've crossed. And then what happens there is the, what the beauty of that is, is it's like everybody's equal. Yes. Everybody is equal. You're, you're a soul and you recognize the other souls yes. just because you recognize them. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, there's no names, there's no faces, right. you're just a soul. I mean, no, do you look at certain souls up there and and think, oh my gosh, they're way more powerful? Of course you do. Yeah. But that soul's not looking at you like you're lower. Right. That you're all viewing each other the same. Absolutely. You're there for the same reason. Yes. The greater of good. Yes, all of these human emotions, all of these negative things, they stay here. Um, there's the things that go are the, the love, the purity, the things that we come here with to begin with, the things that become us here that aren't like memories and all that, that just, that goes away. Right. You know, we leave the anger, we leave the resentment, we leave it all here. So why make it important here is the way I look at it. If it's not important there, then why is it important here? Right. They want us to do the things here that we can't do there. Mm -hmm. um, they want us to eat the delicious foods. Mm -hmm. Just just wisely eat the delicious foods because you don't have that in right. the spirit world. You don't have food. Nope. You know, do the things that you love here. Just be conscious of it, you know don't eat yourself crazy yeah those types of things but they want us to do that they want us to have those experience and you're you want you to have that when you get to the other side you're the only judge and that's another thing you are the only judge there's no god that's going to sit there and tell you you did wrong nope. your mother's not going to sit there and tell you you did wrong right my mother doesn't sit here and tell me that i did wrong right. she doesn't she tries to coach me on how i can right. do better the next time without right. any kind of you know yeah. crap you're the one that judges yourself for the things that you did. That's it. And that's why you come back. Right. To live another life is you've judged yourself and you've said, oh, there's some things I could work on. And you know what? 
judging yourself is one of the hardest you're the hardest critic on yourself oh yeah so for me like that's one of the biggest reasons i've made a lot of changes in my life is that i want to get to the other side back there and see my life review and be proud of myself Mm -hmm. and see how much i've grown instead of staying in that place that you know yeah i want to be proud i don't want to look back and be like uh i should have done it differently yeah there's no jury or anybody that's that's going to cast you into a fiery lake it's no no not at all you are your own judge and jury. Yeah. And even at that, you're still gentle on yourself. Yeah, it's a different approach there. Yeah. It's all like, you know, out of positivity and, you know, love. So yep. even when you have to learn, it's not ordered. It's not sentenced. It's yep. just you do it. And one of the things that my mom told us once is that your your worst day on the other side is better than your best day here. Yeah. So that's something to remember too. Yeah, that's, is, those are good words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just really quick before we finish, sure. I just wanted to give a couple of books for people that <clears throat> maybe could help them uh, if they want to know more about this. Mm-hmm. When I first learned about my abilities, the very first book that I read was John Holland, Bridging Two Realms. And it really um, lays out for you. He he talks a lot about the transition and what it's like over there. It's a very, very good book. Dolores Cannon has a lot of those, too. But Between Death and Life is the one where she really talks about this subject the most. It's Mm -hmm. a great book. That was the first one of hers that I read, too. Yeah, it's good. So I I highly recommend that. And then Tyler Henry has two books, Between Two Worlds. He does. That's kind of more of an autobiography. Uh Uh-huh. But he also just came out with a new book, Here and Hereafter. I got it for us on Audible. It's in there. Cool. I love Tyler Henry. Nice. And so that's on the subject as well. So that's some good continued reading if you want to know more about the subject. Cool. Or, you know, if there's anything that we miss, because I'm sure there is, and you, that you'd like me to answer, us to answer, just shoot us a, a message and we'll we'll do it. Cool. Because I know that there's a lot of information on what happens, but... Really, my goal for this episode was just to try and ease some minds and to make people really see that there is no lights out. No. There is life after what Mm -hmm. we call death. There's work to be done, folks. There's a lot of work to be done, you know? Yeah. And and we do, the more that we do here, the less we have to do there, really. Yeah. 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 So even at the end of this life, don't worry, you'll get it to rest. Yeah. There'll be plenty of that. There'll be plenty, plenty of resting. Don't, yeah, don't worry. So, and it's all good. Yep, it's all good. Very nice. Yeah, that was a good one. I I like the subject, even though it's you know hard. Right. Yeah. It is again based on our perception, you know. Yes. When you're looking at it from this side, but yeah, it's not. It's a glorious. It's a glorious day for all. It is. You know, when your time comes. Yeah. And don't. You know, your loved ones, take the time to let them know beforehand and when, if and when I go. Right. Take your time to be sad. Right. But celebrate. Because yes. no, I'm going to be celebrating. Right. Exactly. They don't, once we do go to the other side, uh, we don't miss this place like we miss them. Right. You know, I know that there's probably some people sitting there listening going, how do they know all this? You know, I, it's lights out. I know it's lights out. My entire life is based around the fact that it is not lights out. My job is to talk to spirits on yep. the other side, and I'm really good at my job. It, I absolutely 100% want 
believe and would stake everything on the fact that this is not lights out. No. That there is absolutely more out there than we even understand. Yeah. If it was lights out, I, I wouldn't have a job. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't be doing this show. And you know, I know. You know, religion. You can't always trust. This isn't religion. This is different. No. Yeah. This is a connection that anybody can feel. Right. I can I can talk to any spirit that you want me to and show you that there is something more than than just here. Oh, so yeah. please please rest assured knowing that this is not the end. This is just a cycle and that no matter how it happens or when it happens, it will be okay and you planned it that way. Yep. And it's good. Yep. That's it. That's, That's my rant. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, before we say goodbye. Yeah. And thank you, by the way. That was awesome. Yeah. You. Uh, would you like to share your page? Sure. You can find out all about me on my website, samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. You can also message us at spiritualjoneses at gmail.com. Give us your show ideas. Ask us questions. Whatever you like. Cool. Yeah. Very good. And you, sir. Uh, if you like art, you can check mine out at djonesartcollection.com for the web, at djonesartcollection for Instagram and Facebook, and for the music, gypsybrown.com at the, for the web, at gypsybrownmusic for Instagram, and at gypsybrownband for Facebook. And that's it for me. Yay. Well, we hope everybody got something out of this. That we do. Maybe we ease some, some minds a little bit. I hope so. Um, I really do. But just, yeah. I speak from experience. I struggled with this for a long time. Yep. And I searched in a lot of different areas, including religion and different groups, to find something I truly found that is real and I believe in. And this is it. Yep. And I have, I don't have that fear anymore. Yep. So they've helped me with that. Yep. Thank we you. Hope that they will help you and we can help you too with that. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yep. Well, we hope everybody has a great week. That we do. And until next week, peace and love.